Welcome to the Live Long, Lead Well broadcast. I'm Dr. Mark Jones, and today we're going to talk about eradicating the victim mentality. Stay tuned for today's broadcast. said unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered and said, Sir, I have no man, when the water is troubled, to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. Welcome once again to the Live Long, Lead Well broadcast. I'm Dr. Mark Jones, and today... We are addressing and confronting the victim mentality. You know, this story in the Word of God illustrates perfectly what the victim mentality looks like. Here it is, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the the healer, the I am that I am, is standing before this man who had been in this condition for such a very long time loaded with the opportunity to bring transformation in his life. And what does he say? I've never had anyone to help me when the waters were stirred. Now, I want you to know that things happen. You know, life happens, things happen. But what matters is the mindset that we maintain through the things that happen. You know, two of the most critical aspects of living effectively as a believer is that you have a solid sense of your identity and a solid sense of your value. You know, and then you got to have discernment because you cannot overcome what you cannot identify. Now, I want you to write this down. Orphan is a spiritual condition. It means to be fatherless. So in the context of today's message, that means that we either don't have God as our father or we don't have a good sense of God as father, even though he is. Victim is the facilitating mindset. Now, I want somebody to take note of this point. Whatever happened to you in life may not be your fault, but it is absolutely, unequivocally your responsibility to escape the effects of what happened to you. You see, you don't want to offer to your lifetime and existence that does not glory to God, doesn't bring glory to God. You know, I've said so often that glory is the satisfaction of intent and glory is when God is bringing forth fruit in our lives. So we want to make sure that our lives are satisfying God's intent. What did he mean when he put this spirit in this body and inserted it into this lifetime? So I want to give you some keys for understanding what the victim mentality and mindset looks like so that you could do the dirty work of going toward deliverance so that you can be free. Remember, this man was traumatized, he was victimized, and he was crippled as a result of whatever happened in his life. But the real thing that kept him in his position was also 
the fact that he was operating and processing his situation as a victim and not as a victor. So here are 12 identifying characteristics of the victim mindset. Number one, those who have a victim mindset live in, in a prove it mode. You know, whether it's in love, whether it's in relationship, whether it's in the social dynamic, those who have the victim mindset always want someone to prove something to them because they're not able to just entertain things from face value, believe in the best, faith, hope, and love. The Bible says these three abide. Here's number two. Here's number two. Many times the victim mindset keeps individuals in entertainment mode. These are individuals that always need some kind of distraction as some form of anesthesia so they are not able to feel what's going on inside of their emotions. Victims love entertainment because it's a distraction from feeling their emotions. Let me, let me put a pin here. You need to feel what's going on inside of you. You cannot overcome what you will not feel. You cannot deal with what you cannot feel. Now, here's the third thing. The victim mentality is always looking for information to confirm negative biases and negative beliefs. Do you do that? Is that your habit? Is that your mentality? See, we want to eradicate this. We want to overcome it. And we want to step into a place of victory. Here's number four. The victim mentality is always threatened and in a heightened sensitivity mode. Now, mind you, that's not discernment. That's really fear. You're not supposed to be on edge about everything and about everybody. And see, a lot of times that, that represents that the victim stays in or remains in survival mode. And that's why there is such a heightened sensitivity. It's not discernment. It's actually based in fear. Here's number five. The victim feels perpetually misunderstood. Perpetually. Everywhere I go, I have problems with people. Everywhere I go, people misunderstand me. Well, as I often say, if it's everywhere you go, you are the common denominator. Here's number six. The victim always feels that something is being done against them. Think about that. Always feels like there's a plot against them. You know, I, I speak to a lot of people who always feel there is witchcraft that's going on against them. And I'm thinking, what makes you so important that all the witches in Tampa are centralizing their efforts around you. You know, in many instances, yeah, there are assignments and there are assaults, but in most of the case, it's just internally. Here's number seven. The victim processes life from a deficit. What I don't have, what I'm missing, what I'm incomplete in, what I'm not given, what, what I can't see. It's always from a deficit and never from a place of gratitude and appreciation for what is actually there. Here's number eight. The victim finds the wrong side of every equation and tends to constantly communicate that wrong side. Now, the reason I'm going through all of these principles is because we're supposed to examine ourselves to see whether we are in the faith. Is my faith defining my focus or is this traumatized, victimized mentality defining how I see life? Here's number nine. The victim finds or keeps a ledger of offenses, hurts, and misunderstandings. And actually, that's number nine. 
the victim keeps a ledger of offenses, hurts, and misunderstandings. Like a Rolodex. I know we don't use Rolodexes anymore, but keeps a ledger of everywhere someone said something, someone did something, something offended, something hurt, someone misunderstood. That The victim mentality keeps a ledger in order to refer back to of all of those things. Now here's the next key. The victim does everything possible to protect themselves from future damage. For example, blame. That's what that's where that blame orientation comes from. It's not about accepting mutual responsibility. It's not about getting in a problem-solving mode and help resolve the situation. It's about blaming others so that I feel no further damage upon my soul. Now, here's the next key. You can identify the victim mentality by how they tell the story, by how they recount events. See, because that reveals the tape that is constantly playing in their minds. Wow. And here's the last thing. I want you to write this down. The victim sifts conversation for offenses. Always looking for something, just one word, one phrase, one thought, and will ignore 99.9% of the dialogue hone in on one thing and then distort the actual conversation that is being held. So now, why am I highlighting all of this? Because it's time for you to go toward restorative processes to eradicate the victim mentality. It's time for you to confront the trauma that lays the basis for the traumatized state, the mentality that you continue to operate in. Now listen, I know you know someone who probably haven't even identified that they're operating with a victim mentality or mindset that needs to hear this message so they go toward deliverance, inner healing, and transformational instruction. Send this message to them right now. Now remember, if you need Mark Jones to be a part of your next event, give us a call at 813-241-6919, extension 15. You can also find my messages on YouTube at Manifestations Worldwide. You can find me on Facebook as simply Mark Jones. Until we get together next time, may you live long and lead well.